I like that better. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what are we doing tonight, Hannah? Um, so, so, I don't know if you know what we're doing tonight. Do you know what we're doing tonight? Um, Luke hinted at it for me a little okay, bit. And okay, And said that we're doing a question and answer. Yes, yeah. So, I was... So I'm nervous. I was, I, no, it's not bad. It's not bad, I promise. Okay. Um, so I was like, oh, what should we talk about today? <laughs> and I looked up Catholic Conversation Starters. <laughs> Catholic so, conversation yes, starters. Yes, yes. Okay. So from com, we have a list of 19 questions. Oh my. And we're not going to do all of We're not going to do all of them. We're not going to do all of them. No. Okay. But I'm going to pick my favorites and we're going to um, answer them. Okay. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. I can't wait. Yes. Okay. So we'll start with... Okay, this is a pretty straightforward one. Who is your confirmation saint, and why did you pick him or her? Ooh, okay. So my confirmation saint is Saint Michael, the Archangel. Yes. No way! Right, so now my full, total Christian name would be Michael Reese Michael Collins, <laughs> which is kind of boring. Yeah. And not very original in any way, shape, basic. or form. Basic! Very basic. Um... So, but I picked it because I struggled to find a confirmation saint or one that I related to. And I would say that, you know, a lot of people say that you pick your confirmation saint because it's somebody that you aspire to be or somebody that you look up to. Uh, in some cases, I think there's some divine intervention that's involved in St. Michael being the patron saint of, say, paratroopers and soldiers and first responders and so forth. Uh, turns out that that worked out well in my favor um, <laughs> because I ended up becoming a soldier for my career. I've been to airborne school. And when I went through airborne school, I had a St. Michael medal on my dog tags. Yeah. That... I got with the Catholic chaplain that was also in my airborne class, and before every single jump, we prayed with the with the Saint Michael medal for a safe jump, and every jump I had was a safe jump, and I firmly attribute that to Saint Michael that I made it through on my second time through by my reliance on Saint Michael. So it was divine intervention, definitely not uh, one where I was like, "Oh, this is what I want to do with my life," and Saint Michael is the one that. Will get See, me there. That's that's me because I picked Saint Cecilia, who's the patron saint of musicians. Right. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Luke, do you have any idea who you're picking for your patron saint? Well, your confirmation is next year, so you're. I'm aware of that. You're gonna have to start looking at those saints pretty soon here. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that was a good one. I like yeah. that was a good question. There are some so so going right into the next question, still about patron saints. If you could be the patron saint of anything, what would it be? Oh, the patron saint of anything, and what would it be? Yeah. Well, that's a tough one. I think we had this conversation we, before. We, we had a brief conversation about this, but I don't think like they also talked about it at the at the youth rally. We did, yeah. Okay. So if I could be the patron saint of anything, what would it be? Uh, I would say, ooh, I would I would want to be the patron saint of somebody who doesn't like their job. 
<laughs> I get so frustrated with my job on a regular basis that I, I need a saint to pray to on a regular basis that, that gets yourself? through it. No, I can't pray to myself. But, but you would be the patron saint of that. So who do you think, or what do you think I should be the patron of? If I were to be the patron saint of anything, what would it be? Um, Ooh, long silences. We can cut that out. Top gun mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mustache is horrible, so we won't even try that one. Um, I don't know. I don't know. The patron saint of... <sighs> Potatoes. Of potatoes? Yeah. That's a good one, too. Yeah. I like potatoes. <laughs> yeah. I'll take yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, well, then what would I be the patron saint of? Ooh. You. You would be the patron saint of babies. <laughs> or and, or babies. of playing with babies. Playing with babies? Yes. Oh, okay. I know exactly why. Yes, exactly. Okay. I won't be able to answer this next question, but you'll be able to answer it. Okay. If you had to pick between C.S. Lewis or J.R.R. Tolkien, who would you pick and why? Okay, so I have to pick between C.S. Lewis or J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah. That's a tough one. That's such a tough one. <laughs> um, I know why you I can't answer because that. you haven't read any of them. Yeah. I... Oh my gosh, it's so hard. <laughs> I know, but it's still I didn't think about it all the way. Um, it's tough because so on one on one front you have C.S. Lewis, who has a lot of great Christian writing mm-hmm. and apologetics for Christianity in general. Uh, one of the most famous being mere Christianity, and then you have J.R.R. Tolkien, which I, in my mind, and only what I've read of him has been the Lord of the Rings series. So it's been the more yeah. fantasy side. Both have written fantasy because you have the Chronicles of Narnia and then you have the Lord of the Rings on the other side. Uh, I would say... Ooh, I don't know. I, You know what? I'll just go with Tolkien. He's a Catholic. So we're going to go I with Tolkien. I think that's the only reason that it says that. Like, that it says he's on here. Because you were saying just, like, fantasy-based. And I'm like... Because when I... Like, I knew he wrote lord of the rings and all that but i didn't know what his relation was to his question because i knew c.s lewis was a like christian yeah author. i don't i don't know let's let's take a look real quick and see but i don't think that he has written anything theological yeah so we'll have to take a look and see and i, I the only thing i'm aware of with him is that he had written the lord of the rings yeah and so here we go. That this is according to Wikipedia, so definitely not a verified source here. But devout Roman Catholic from boyhood, so that helps us. The movie, if you haven't seen it, really, really good too. Um, so Lord of the Rings contains numerous themes from Christ- Christian theology. So I would say, with I agree with that. There's a lot there, and we've had these discussions. Yeah. Where there's a lot of discussions out there about Frodo being a Christ figure. Uh, and when I read the two towers, I felt like you could also use Gandalf, and Gandalf could be seen as a Christ figure in uh, in literature as well. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to read it now. Yeah, and so here, yes. like here, even on Wikipedia, it says there is no single Christ figure comparable to C.S. Lewis's 
Asian? I, boy, I don't know. Aslan. That's what it was. Aslan, the, the lion okay. in the Narnia books. Because he is certainly a Christ figure there. He's very central yeah. to the entire thing. Um, whereas you have the characters of Gandalf, Frodo, Aragon, all exemplify a threefold office. The prophetic, the priestly, and the kingly aspects of Christ's yeah. perspective. So I can see that. I feel um, like Gandalf would match it the best. Like, but it, but in his writing, it's more like a hidden thing. That's like it's not like right in front of your face about the yeah. religious aspect. Right, and and that's where I think you, we don't get a lot of. I haven't seen a lot of writing from Tolkien, and I don't see anything just perusing through here that says that yeah. Tolkien ever wrote anything theologically based, whereas Lewis has done some theological writings. Yeah. In and of himself. So, I, yeah. but to answer the question, Tolkien, he's Catholic. We got to go with the Catholic route there. <laughs> he's in communion with the with the one Roman holy Catholic, Catholic an apostolic yes. church. So that's the one yes. we're going with. Okay, these next two are about books again. Um, so this first one says, "What book has influenced your spiritual life the most?" Ooh, okay. Um, the Liturgy of the Hours, the Christian Prayer Book, <laughs> the Bible. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about that book as one, yeah. um, because I picked that up two years ago, and then I started praying the Divine Office on a very regular basis. Meaning every day I pray morning prayer from the Liturgy of the Hours. Yeah, and then occasionally I will do lauds or evening prayer. Yeah. Uh, or I'm sorry, Vespers, an evening prayer. Uh, so it's a great way to constantly keep the Psalms at the front and pray the Psalms on a regular basis. So I would say that that's helped my prayer life. I have read numerous Christian books regarding self-help books type stuff. Yeah. Uh, Max Licato. So Worry for Nothing uh, was one of his. So it's how do you use Christianity or your faith? To deal with anxiety and so forth. So those yeah. types of books are good too. Um, but I really think spending that time with God is probably the most important one. And so, yeah, the Liturgy of the Hours, most important spiritual book in my Okay, in my okay. Um, now, if you could only read one book of the Bible for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Ooh. We have so many to pick from. <laughs> one book from the Bible to read for the rest of my life. So that means that's yes. the only one I can read? Yes. Ooh, I don't know. Because you want to sit there and say, I want to pick a gospel. Yeah. Right? No. Do you want to pick a... Well, why would you not want to pick a gospel? Because Old Testament is so much cooler. But it's fun. Yeah, but Old Testament, I agree. like, you get a lot less to read I, from. But no. but our whole faith is yeah. centered around Christ. So the Christ story and constantly reflecting on that would probably be something that's a little We're bit more to valuable. Look for something that's more beneficial for you. If, then... if it was that, it, it's a toss-up. It would have to be between... Oh, man, even out of the Gospels, it's a hard pick. <laughs> so you have Luke, which is definitely more of the story, than you have... Mark are the stories of all the miracles. You have John, which is just very high and mighty. 
Oh, I don't even know which gospel I would pick. If I picked if I picked a gospel, my gut tells me I would go with Luke okay. as a gospel. If I could only read one gospel, I'm changing the question. If I could only read one gospel, I would pick Luke. If I could pick any book of the Bible, Sirach, I would go with the wisdom book, one of the books of wisdom. And I think Sirach would probably be my one book that I would want to read for the rest of my life. Because Sirach is a father who's passing along his wisdom to his son in that book. And so it is good for me to sit there and reflect as the father, divinely inspired, teaching me and receiving that, as well as advice for me to give to my kids and move on with. So it would be, I think Sirach would be a good book to go to. So yeah, I would have to pick a, I'd pick a wisdom book to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So many good questions. Well, you've read some of the Bible. What would be one of your books? What book would you pick? (laughs) Exodus and I won't fail my test this time. I see. That's a good one. (laughs) Uh, If you could go anywhere on a pilgrimage, where would you go? Ooh. Ooh. Fatima, maybe Fatima, uh, Lords. I feel like I probably the first place I want to go on a pilgrimage is to Rome, uh, hands down. I want to go to Rome first. If well, I that's that's why we're going for graduation. Yeah, I want to go to Rome because I want to be able to, to. I want to walk the Stations of the Cross. I want to go to the Nativity. I want to go to. We go well, that stuff is like different. That place is that is different areas. So Israel too. Oh, that's so hard. So yeah, I probably have to go to Israel. Sorry, Israel, not Rome. I want to go to Israel. <laughs> because yeah i want to go to the i want to go to the nativity i want to go to the uh church of the holy sepulcher i want to go yeah I, yes israel. i want to go to all the jesus sites the jesus sites. and jesus never made it to rome yeah but peter's That's there true. so yeah you can go see peter um okay do you have a favorite type of church architecture Ooh. <laughs> definitely not the new age <laughs> churches Gla- clear glass windows black black i love work. i love the gothic cathedrals the st patrick's in new st patrick's in new york and manhattan yeah the there was the cathedral in la, in la crosse which is st joseph the workman a classic old school gothic cathedral oh. i love those as my favorite churches mm. um I do not like the 1970s flying saucer styles that we had in Pittsburgh. Oh. Uh, those are not my favorites at all. Um, I would prefer more of the traditional style yeah. churches. What about you? I don't know. I don't think I've been to enough churches to like... I think you've been to enough the... different ones, though. Mm. So let's go with this. So there's there's St. Elizabeth Ann Seton's yeah. in Maryland. Yeah. Compare that to, say, St. Patrick's compared to Holy Trinity. St. Patrick's. Okay. Yeah. So you tend to go after the historic Gothic. Yeah, yeah. Uh Got it. Castle-like. Very. Very nice. Yeah. Uh... What about you, Luke? What what churches do you like? I don't know. All of them. (laughs) All of them. Any house of God. 
That's right. <laughs> um. What's your opinion on cry rooms in churches? Ooh. <laughs> um. Cry rooms in churches. I think they're in the churches. <laughs> I think that they are. It can be distracting for me now that I have two older kids who don't cry in church anymore that when I hear another kid crying or acting up, there's part of me that wants to say, you should take that kid to that cry room. <laughs> but there's another part of me that says, and I kind of agree with our current priest where it is better that they're there in the church, in the sanctuary and in the mass they are the sound of the future and they should be accepted in the church that way so yeah it can be distracting but i think some of that distraction can be just normal and that's what you're waiting for in church you know it's yeah. just if that's what god presented you with that day that's what god presented you with and yeah. so you deal with it yeah okay we have two more okay ready? two more yeah do you have a favorite religious order? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, well, I love Father Casey and Father Tito and the Franciscans. I like the... So that's Francis... They're, they're Franciscan friars. But then you also have a lot the, the ones in New York, the Franciscan friars of the Renewal with Brother Isaiah. And they do a lot of the cool music and some of that stuff. And there's Father Mark Mary that's on Ascension Presents, who's also part of the uh, Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. So it's different type of uh, personality there yeah. within the Friars. But so I, I, I do kind of like that a little bit. But I also really, really like the Benedictine religious order too because it's much more monastic um much more contemplative and yeah. prayerful and quiet um as opposed to the evangelizing franciscans that are always out yeah. and about so yeah, yeah that's that's kind of i don't know drawn to both if i had to pick one i probably if i were going to ever try to join a, a religious order Without kids in a different lifetime and all that, it probably would be. I'd probably look at Benedictines. Okay. What about you? I don't know. I'm because you all have yeah, but there's always there's women's orders to all of the other religious orders. So there's Dominican, and Benedictine. I would have to do more research. More I'll research. get back to you on that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You ready for your final question? Sure. What is your favorite Catholic podcast or YouTube channel? <laughs> I have to pick. Is that on the list? Or yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is on the list. Oh, wow. Number three. My can... favorite Catholic podcast or YouTube channel. Yeah. They're all grouped in the one because they all do. Ah, oh, geez. <laughs> Let's go through the laundry list of all the ones that we listen to. Uh, so there's Pints with Aquinas. I love Pints Bad with Aquinas. Yes, I like Pints with Aquinas a lot because it is a little bit more intellectual and theological based. Obviously, the Catholic talk show is high up on the list. So, and I would love to either 
have some of the people from the Catholic Talk Show on this show, or if you and I yeah. could get invited, or at least you get invited to go be on the Catholic Talk Show, that would be super awesome. Oh gosh, kind of yes. dreams come true, fangirling and fanboying a little bit <laughs> there. Um, make a request. Yeah, so definitely Catholic Talk Show because I think they give you a good foundation. Dr. Taylor Marshall, mom's favorite one, uh, would be one of my top five, top three as well. Uh, those are those are the top three that I listen to on a very regular really? basis. Over Dang. upon Friar review. Oh well, upon Friar. Oh geez, now we got so many more. Schedule. <laughs> I love upon Friar review too. There's too many. I can't pick. Can they all be good? <laughs> they can all be good, yes. but the, the question was, and I quote. But I don't want to make anybody mad. What is your favorite mad. Catholic podcast? But I don't want to make anybody mad. Very Christian of you. I know. <laughs> but somebody's got to go down, I guess. And so, uh, if somebody's got, it's Pints with Aquinas. I, yeah. Okay. It's Pints with Aquinas. I love listening to the interviews. I love listening to the dialogue and the conversations. And I think there you get like a good mix. Same with Catholic talk shows. I feel like Dr. Taylor Marshall's little too theo- the theological. Okay. Um, theological. Catholic Talk Show and Pints with Aquinas are both, like, you get a good mix of, like, okay, actual fun topics and, like, yes. more serious topics. Pints with Aquinas, though, is just really good. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> or, so, And then um, Upon Friar Review, also just really good. Yeah. And I like Colin's Catholicity a lot. Oh, yeah. Probably my favorite one. Probably my favorite. And so if you haven't already liked and subscribed, please like and subscribe to this one. Uh, because you know it helps uh, the algorithm because that's what they all say and I have no clue if that's actually true. <laughs> but like and subscribe, you'll get all of our podcasts in your feed as soon as we release one every other week. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We that really was so appreciate fun. it. And thank you for I all the I did it by questions. myself, guys. I did it by myself. How did you do it? Because I did this all by myself. I planned everything. I liked it. It was nice. Thank you. It was Thank fun. You. I worked hard on it. No, you didn't. You went to a website and stole all their <laughs> questions. Exactly. But it worked. Yeah. Dad, that's how the internet works. That's yeah. true. And on that note. Hasta mañana.